It's the I Thought I Knew You podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. We don't really know each other, so we've made a podcast. We're going to share stories about stuff, things, and other items of interest that we hope you're going to be interested in as well. Ed can be found on Twitter at SolveMyMaths, and I, Howell, can be found at Howell underscore Roberts. Feel free to share this podcast far and wide. It's going to be fab. Here we are. Hello. How are you doing, Ed? I'm back. Long time no see. Oh, it's been ages. It's been a long God, time. Days and days it's been a long and time. Minutes. It's just yeah. been a long time. It's warmer. It is, isn't it? My my children are at tennis today. What? Summer holidays, out tennising. Is that the right way of phrasing? You can tell I'm sporty. To tennis. Out tennising. Mm. And it was pouring down with the rain for an hour. And, the rain. And pouring down with the rain. Pouring down with the rain. That's right, okay. And I said to them, they said, Daddy, I think it's going to be cancelled. I was like, okay, you're still going. Oh, do they not so, want to go? No, they do, but it's the third of three days. They're a bit tired. Oh, right, and yeah. I was like, just, just get it done, yeah. My brother reminded me of something that happened to me one summer, and him, actually, right. when we were kids. We, right... We were at home in the summer holiday, and when you were a little kid, the summer holiday seems to go on for years. It does. It's yeah. brilliant, yeah. frankly. Yeah. And I this know, is. I used to get a bit a little. Well, no, that is exactly Sorry, what, what I'm just going to say because I remember, I think, saying something like in the house, like, "I'm bored," and I'm not kidding. It was like a blink later, <laughs> I found myself on. A flipping play scheme, oh, like yes, a holiday yeah. club, right? Oh, I remember that. No, but it was on the estate near us. It were like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was like Sam Peckinpah's play scheme. <laughs> it was like Quentin Tarantino's play arena, where if you yes, if you wanted rocks. to score some drugs, <laughs> it was just mental, and it was it was it was awful, and it was all because I think I just said, Dad. I'm bored. Boom. That's it. There you Job go. Done. Stitch that. Yeah. And it was, it was, do you remember the film Scum with Ray I Winston? Do. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as extreme as that. It was just a bit like, that, it felt a bit like that. Yeah. But a holiday, holiday club. Uh, my memory of play schemes was going yeah. to the local secondary school. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it wasn't like open for business as such, but no. Um, <laughs> and we weren't breaking in this is going terrible yeah. and it, the building was open but other people were in there doing stuff for the play scheme oh yeah and it was literally like four little tables um, one of them had like a pot of glitter on it and, yeah. and a bit of A4 paper yeah. another one had some Crayolas on it and, and like I don't know a, a washing basin I yeah yeah just, I know there was, there was very little there and and you got through the activities they, mm. they had set out for you in about an hour and it was like a six-hour oh day. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd just go out and play in the field all day, which was great. There's nothing wrong with that, but it was just a bit odd. I just, me, me and my brother, we both had eczema, and we both were, like, wheezing all the time. Because <laughs> we, I don't know why, it was the 70s, it was grim. We lived in a dusty house. Um, and so we'd just be sitting there scratting like a couple of mongrels whilst trying to refuse drugs. And fags <laughs> and harp lager. I bet your parents were like, oh, it's, I'm so glad they're in a play scheme. It'd be really yeah. good. <laughs> what did you do at the play scheme today? Survived. I did crack for the crack. first time. Yeah, I tried crack. It were ace. <laughs> I'm now buzzing. Um, <laughs> it was awful. So I ne- so the word bored, I mean, it's, it's funny because in our house now, we're not allowed to say you're bored in our house, and we never are. But I mean, oh, you get our, put on a place our young and he, he's... He gets, oh, you get put in the cellar. <laughs> I've got a box of glitter in the cellar for you. <laughs> Door locks behind him. Yeah, play schemes. God. Yeah, so, yeah, so my brother brought that kind out. Of thing. Yeah. yeah, so you've sent your kids on a tennis play scheme. I have. Well, I've booked them in for three different things this holiday because yeah. I'm, I'm new to this parenting thing. Well, I'm not, but I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I know. My wife's gone back to work. I think yeah. that's the key difference. So in yeah. previous like summer holidays type things, I've, we've had stuff to do as a family. Yeah. And then last summer was the first one, seems like the first one anyway, yeah. where it was just me and three kids. Mm. And I didn't, I, I didn't, 
pre-plan anything. So no. we did a lot of improvised trips to free things and so on. Yeah. But it was just bloody hard. It was exhausting. And, and did you go to that? Mad. Did you go to that special roadworks thing they've been doing on the M62 to go there? Just put <laughs> yeah. the hazards on. Hey, kids, diggers. <laughs> is this Diggerland, Daddy? Are we allowed no. to pull over here? Yes. Yeah. This <laughs> is Diggerland. Welcome to Diggerland. <laughs> that man's waving at you. Hey, Diggerland costs a fortune. Don't slag That's off Diggerland. That's cheap. I'm yeah, going to yeah, do that. Yeah, M62. Just get on. The M62. Well, they're, they're doing those smart motorways, haven't they? They have been for most of my adult life on the M1. <laughs> That's why it takes Are they ages. Smart? Are they smart motorways? Do you remember that thing? I'm going to change the speed. <laughs> do you remember that yeah. thing where it said, <laughs> my daddy works here, and then someone put on Facebook... It chuffing doesn't. I stuck in this chat. There's no one working here. <laughs> you know that my daddy works here. No, he doesn't. <laughs> He's I want lying. Daddy to come home tonight. <laughs> yeah. All right. All yeah, right. What ifs. What, what other? Yeah. What free stuff is there that's great round here? Um, well, none of the stuff I put them in is free. But mm. um, what free mm. stuff is there? Uh, there's a. There's no, I mean in the past. You know, last year or whenever. Oh, like the museums and things. Yeah, like there's, okay. There's uh, the Bradford Media Museum. Yeah, that's cool. Um, there's a really good science one in Manchester. Mm. I mean, these aren't that close, but they're you know they're close-ish. Yeah. There's a few closer things. The sculpture park's cheap. It's, it's free if you can get to it without driving. Um, yeah, I like. It's all, do you know the sculpture? Yorkshire Sculpture Park is brilliant. It's amazing, I, and I it's six quid. It's six quid, and illfish. It's six quid, and <laughs> you're paying for the parking. But and and you can moan about the parking. But then it's all. But but the point is, you're you sustaining it, aren't you? It's, and it's just um, brilliant. There, it's one of my favourite places in York. Same genuinely. Here. And I, I I live right around the corner from it, and we go. Yeah. Oh, must be six, between six and ten times a year, and every single time I've been, I've gone somewhere else that I've not been to before yeah. within it. It's great. It's great with the kids as well, and I, and I loved it. Well, I love it anyway. It's a big important part of my life because mm. that's where I went to college. Yes. Yeah, and I love it so uh, much. There is one, I do have one niggle about it though. Oh God, I knew it. I knew it. It was Here going it really well, and now he's going to start moaning. This is the bit where anyone who works people in switches it off straight people. away. People, humans. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the, the. So I've been there for years and years now. Mm. I've lived up here. I don't know, six years or something. Yeah. So, so I've been every year. Mm. And when I first moved up here, um, the kids could climb on quite a few things yeah I don't think they were supposed to climb on some of them but but there weren't barriers or anything mm. like that and they in the last year or two there's literally like people driving around in buggies to charge at you if you go if your kids can hear stuff to yell at you no there's a lot more people telling you I, I, I know I was joking then actually but they have they've got grumpier mm. and and it's not the people I've got to say it's not the people in the cafe because they're always dead nice and th- it's that thing it's that thing where yeah they've got very precious about everything mm. I know we've we've been there and been I mean I'll be honest with you part of me was like sneaking on to looking what what's happening to the old college and there's yeah. always like some yeah. security bod who jumps out of a tree and says why why, and why are you, you in the building yeah yeah <laughs> what are you doing in, why are you erecting that tent <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a great place though and I suppose they're just trying it. to look after it aren't it's they it's good for a fair. run as well and I'm going to try not to steer this too much towards running but it's mm. good for a run I've been running Ed you, running you away from the truth <laughs> <laughs> no I've been running can Is you that tell like that Harrison Ford movie no. The Fugitive yeah <laughs> um, no it's got nothing to do I've been running Ed okay how far did you run I don't know. Not very far because I'm on a treadmill. I'm not a treadmill about that far. (laughs) (laughs) Did you even turn it on? (laughs) I did. Yeah, because the length of it, it's rubbish. (laughs) That treadmill. When when we got our treadmill delivered, and forgive me if I'm repeating this from another podcast. No, I don't think that. When we got our treadmill delivered, right, the bloke who brought it was an absolute whiz. Right, he came in and he he was carrying it in. It was massive, and he went. I'll collect it Wednesday. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you on about? And I said, what are you on about? He went, I'll get it Wednesday off you. And I went, what do you mean? He went, that's not going to keep this. It's a bloody white elephant, son. And he were like, <laughs> he were like Star Wars set in Barnsley. He were like Obi-Wan Kenobi and our Luke Skywalker being introduced to the lightsaber. <laughs> he going, I'll come for it Wednesday. 
And he, and he was proper telling me it was a waste of money <laughs> as he's delivering it. And I said, can you give me an hand with it upstairs? <laughs> right, because we were putting it in the spare room upstairs. And he went, now... I'm not insured. <laughs> and he, he said, set, he basically told me to set it up downstairs, run on it a bit, and then I'd have the strength <laughs> to carry it upstairs because I'd be really fit. That Cheeky git. Cheeky git. day at a university. I won't name the university. Where but did you go at uni? I'm not... <laughs> I an open day and the guy showing me around was yeah. a student at the university and about 10 minutes in there's a big crowd of people yeah. going around with him and about 10 minutes in he says so yeah I probably wouldn't put this place as like first choice but I don't know like third maybe well he was showing you round <laughs> yeah. We were like, all oh, right, well, you've done your job really well. Brilliant. Sold Which university was that, Ed? I can't tell you. All right. <sighs> not not Huddersfield. Uh, no, not, not Huddersfield at all. No. But I work there and it's lovely. I, I do a little bit of work at Huddersfield Uni and I've got to tell you, I really like it. I think it's a I really think we nice are slightly place. biased. Yeah. yeah. Do your employers listen to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking we could get some sponsorship. Well, they stood over there. So. Yeah. I wondered who she was. <laughs> You're right, love. She's not very tough. She's not. She's, she's got that stern done. look on her face. <laughs> um, yeah, well, do you know that running machine, though? We didn't yeah. use it for a year. Because you we didn't. It was actually did. my wife's idea, and she then smashed her ankle up, which is oh, another story, which is yeah. just awful. It was traumatic. That, mainly that for her. So what's your excuse for not going on it? I couldn't be asked. Sympathy. No, I just like... But then I had a bit of an epiphany <laughs> when I, I found myself... I know we've talked about this before. I found myself sitting in a Holiday Inn or a Premier Inn looking at the menu and thinking, <laughs> oh, no, another burger. <laughs> and then thinking, actually, one day I'm, they're just going to find me dead. Yeah. Because it's just... Yeah. yeah, no, it's not cheery at all. Uh, and, and so I, I actually had a bit of an epiphany and then I started doing that couch to 5K. Right. With um, the NHS. mentioned this before. Have you got to 5K yet? Um, I have, if you added them all together. <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> no, how it works. No, I don't think that's how it works. No, but I'll tell you what and I did you do. are walking or running? I'm doing both, but this morning... <laughs> oh, no, I want you to be proud of me now. I'm dead proud. <laughs> you should see his chuffing face right alright go he's on he's not even listening I'm he's really sitting here with his sandwiches <laughs> in his Tupperware box that his wife has prepared for him um, I, uh, I did I did 25 minutes running which That's anyone amazing. who looks at me and sees me will think well, they won't believe that but no, I did no what do you mean no, no more yeah thanks yeah. thanks but I did and, and that is a real achievement for me right good Thanks, man. Yeah. Do so I want, I want that, I want that bloke to come back, and I want him to see the Adonis that I am now compared to what I was then. <laughs> In your flip flops. <laughs> Just my flip flops. In your board shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now. Look at me now, mate. With me Norwich, Norwich. Just the city. <laughs> Norwich City football shorts from 1990. Check them out, mate. I've been assured the stains will come out. I've never washed them. They've, they've given way at the crotch. I think that's Alan Partridge. That, anyway, so um, good to see you, Ed. Anyway, yes. So, what yes. have you been up to? I oh, what have I done? Oh, I, I went to a really cool. See, every time I see you, I end up yeah. talking about something dramery. I think I'm just okay. This is this is as dramery as it gets, mm-hmm. right? I went to see Shakespeare. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did you go and see? Cause no I, idea what I was going I know a little bit. Uh, I went to see Hamlet. Oh, right, yeah. Mm, I know that story, yeah. so that was good. Yeah, it's I've good to know a four and a half hour film. Yeah. <laughs> Although that, um, who was in that? Was that? Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh one. Yeah. It's great, that. Anyway, carry on. It is great. You just need to set aside a week to watch yeah, installments and need translation for our film. Yeah. Um, it was brilliant. But what, what was... Um, Great, I I forgot we were going first and foremost, yeah. and then um, we saw it in the calendar and we're like, oh yeah, we're going to this thing, and it's it was in York and it's like a pop up theatre oh, thing, yeah, yeah, and that's how my wife described it to me, and I was like pop, and my instant thought in my complete complete ignorance and naivety, pop up theatre, I, <laughs> I was imagining like just like a, like a really cheap tent, and <laughs> yeah, and like people standing on beer crates, and yeah, it wasn't. No. It wasn't that. It was actually 
far more expensive than that. Um, so what it is, uh, I don't know if you've seen this sort of thing, but they do it every year. I think it's <coughs> it's installed me. for oh, it's installed for a couple of months across the summer, and it's yeah. it's it's a replica of the Globe Theatre. Wow! In, in terms of size yeah. and everything, yeah. Um, and it, so it's got like big steel frame. It's it's mm-hmm. it, you can see it from far away. It's and the the actual theatre bit that they perform on this. I think it's called a stage. You are no. showing off. Yeah, so that stage thing yeah. is brilliant. And it's just, it's massive. It's it's really, like, authentic looking. And I was blown away by the, 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 the grand scale of what I was going to see because my expectation was... Was low. Was, was like a, a, two people in a pub or something talking yeah. about Hamlet. Um, <clears throat> so we went to see that and it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, my wife booked it. She was dead excited about going to it and then promptly fell asleep halfway through it. Not because it was bad, just she was just exhausted. She's just tired, man. Yeah, she, yeah, she works hard. Um, and I managed to stay up and everything. You know, it didn't and you say like quarter past ten, and I stayed up like a grown up. <laughs> it was brilliant. You sound like you really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. Um, mm. I think part. I think one thing that helps with Shakespeare is if you've you know the story in advance because the, yeah. the language of it is. I mean, the language of Shakespeare. I think you can follow the gist of it without mm. having analysed it too much but it really helps if you know the ins and outs of the plot yeah. before you go um, otherwise you kind of just end up staring going well I know something's going on and yeah. it sounds pretty um, so I mean I'm, I'm very familiar with, with a, few, a, a small handful of the plays and that's one mm. of them so that was good um, that, that sounds brilliant actually yes. and I've never been to anything like that oh really no I haven't it got me thinking how many times have I seen Shakespeare as a play how how many times have you seen a Shakespeare play oh I've seen a few in my time right and I've also put on a lot of children the BBC ran a great um I don't know a great project um a long time ago probably 15 years ago they started it um, BBC Shakespeare in Schools Festival which still goes now but mm. I don't know if the BBC is still associated with it but it's a great scheme it basically you get sent a script an abridged script right. a 30 minute Shakespeare script which you're allowed to then do stuff with yeah. and you put on a Shakespeare play so we used to do it every year um, and the way we'd do it um, and, and, oh, and the, the thing is it was about the experience really for yeah. the kids uh, and it was so we'd end up performing at the Crucible in Sheffield or at the West Yorkshire Playhouse in Leeds yeah. and within the package if you like we all got a workshop you know I was a head of drama and we, we'd get workshops from RSC actors Ooh. as as teachers it was brilliant CPD and hey do you know what I didn't freak out because they weren't classroom teachers <laughs> Which I know some people do, and I, that's something I've got to be in my bonnet about, mate, because we've talked about it before. There's a couple of chips on your shoulder. Yeah, I have got a chip on my shoulder. And some beans. They weren't teachers, so obviously I didn't pay any attention to them, <laughs> except they were working for the RSE. And they were brilliant, you know, and they really. And, and I remember the other thing that we got with that was a workshop on sonnets mm. with Prunella Scales. With, with what now? Prunella Scales. Do you remember Faulty Is that Towers? A villain in a Disney movie. No. Do you remember? Do you remember Faulty Towers? I do remember Faulty Towers. Do you remember yeah. Basil Faulty's wife? Sybil. I'm going to guess her. Yeah. That's Prunella Scales. Oh, she's one right. of our great actors, right? She's okay. brilliant theatre actor, right. and she was fair play. She sat there on a chair on a massive stage with just hundreds of teachers watching her, and she just took us through sonnets. And it was the most electrifying great. performance of it. A theatre. It wasn't yeah. th- She was just telling us about Sonics. Yeah. But it was just compelling. It, it was compelling, mate. And so, and, and, but going with the kids then, then you'd rehearse it in your school and you could do what you want. So what we did, because, um, I mean, I know at, at the start when we first did it, um, the kids weren't used to doing, putting on plays. I'll be honest mm. with you. Drama was, we were just starting drama off really in the school. But to introduce Shakespeare was a bit of a leap. But because the, they were quite well put together, these these abridged versions, and you yeah. and again you had a flexibility with them. We would put on these performances, and I'd, I'd set up a piano and I'd just provide the soundtrack. Nice. So if there was any gaps or any of the kids, if any anyone messed up, just the music got quite beats. dramatic or menacing <laughs> or happy or whatever. So I was I was actually. Um, uh, you know, I was on stage with the kids, yeah. essentially. I was one of the characters, but basically I was there to give them that, um, to protect them into it. Yeah. 
in in a sense yeah. and and it was brilliant and one time just to go back to what you were just talking about we did it right get this we did it with the kids and these kids are in touch with me now on facebook they're all grown-ups yeah, right yeah. but we did it in asda in barnsley <laughs> we did the tempest wonderful and it's halfway through we'd parked somewhere in the taxi bay and the taxi driver came in started playing hell with us right and and this kid is like <laughs> prospero proper going for it trying to get the storm going and this taxi driver's going like who's parked here <laughs> and like everyone's like what, what sort of him is he part of it and i'm thinking i'm on my piano giving it some and it was brilliant and that kid <laughs> that kid who played prospero uh, in the BBC Shakespeare Schools Festival, yeah. in the first time we did it, he's now wor- a, 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 quite a senior reporter for the BBC. Oh, wow. Isn't that funny? That's and he reported from the Oscars this year. Did he? So he was on the red carpet interview oh, and all fantastic. that. And it's just, that's just a story. But what a lovely story. Right. And and doing Shakespeare with kids is, is, is important. Not in that sort of uh, Michael Gove kind of way. We've got to get the kids all, like, bored shitless by Shakespeare <laughs> what we've got to do is bring it to life we've got to get the yeah. kids up and doing and it's, it it's so hard to penetrate initially isn't it yeah oh it is I mean it's so it's so worth investing in and I, I'm a, correct me if I'm wrong this is not my area of expertise at all but I remember as a child as, as a student um, not really like the first the first few lessons of any new Shakespeare book and I think we did we did Caesar and Macbeth I think when I was yeah we did um, those first few lessons, you're just like, what? I, I, what? What's going this on? This is like a, an yeah. MFL lesson. Yeah. Um, but then when you start getting into it, and 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 our schools were really careful to take us to see it, and I think that's a really important yeah. part of it to yeah. to get to grips with it and make it, as I say, bring it to life a bit more. Um, do you think it's? Do you think it should be on the curriculum? Yeah, I do, and I think it needs to. It, well, I use that. You know, I use that term protecting in all the time. It's that how do you protect kids who culturally are really removed from it, mm. who won't have been exposed to it? Yeah. How do you get them involved in it? And in the same way, how do we, you know, those kids who are immersed in, in you know, perhaps are lucky enough to live in households where it's part of something that's talked about anyway. Yeah. How do we get an equality within that? And I think we've got to have it on the curriculum. Mm. Culturally, it's significant. Now, do we need to be studying it textually? Uh, yeah, I think we do. I think as uh, English at GCSE, I think we need to look at a Shakespeare play. But similarly, we need drama on the curriculum. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Just, I'll just get on this. I'll just get on this show. Almost like I've got a red here. hot pokey here. Like, yeah, but starting you understand what I mean, don't you? It's a yeah. performance thing. It's like study. I, I'll, I'll tell you what. Here's my example of of, of being befuddled in a theatrical space when mm. I went to see um, my first opera, and I was about um, I was how old was I? Probably about seventeen or eighteen, and I went to see Beethoven's only opera, which is Fidelio. Right now, I did music A level, and I thought it'd help. But I sat there, I had no prep. I, I just sat there thinking, what, who? Yeah. What's, I, she's I, got a nice outfit. I really wanted to do music. I was, you probably don't know this about me. I, I don't. I didn't know if you I knew I did be, music. I, I used to be very musical. Mm. Um, and I was really good at it. I'm not bragging. I was really good at it. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to study at A-level, but the curriculum for the A-level in music was so like so different to the music that I liked hmm. and it was it wasn't about anything that I enjoyed about music so I didn't do it and I just I think the world's changed yeah. now Ed in that I think there's different routes because um, I mean I've got uh, my mate's uh, son is doing is it was dead into music mm. but he's not into Bach yeah. He's into the Chili Peppers. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, but he's he's gone into the sound engineering thing. Music A level. When I know I'm older than you, but music A level for me was all about harmony. It was all about understanding harmony mm. and understanding uh, all that sort of stuff and studying the classics. But do, that that thing about sitting in a space, a performance space, a cultural space, yeah. but not understanding it. Yeah. That, I mean, that was just me going off my own back as well. Now, mm. if, if it had been a school trip, I would have expected someone to protect me into it. Like, here's the plot. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Then there's a lot of singing. 
because it's an opera. Well, I, th- I think that's true of any subject. Though. I don't think it, it's oh. specific to drama. I think the idea of people being afraid inside a space of something that's difficult or feels foreign to them is is common across all subjects. I, I, I mean, that's 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 it. That's yeah. the nub of it. Um, how does um, you know a maths teacher protect the kid into complex the complexity of mathematics? Um, in in their presence in the classroom, how do they make that? How does the PE teacher? The PE teachers are out with all the sport billy kids, <laughs> but how do you how do you protect the kid in who's got the nervous belly? That's yeah. a big. That's that's it. And Shakespeare, working with Shakespeare is part of that. And I remember going to do my English degree, and I'd read one Shakespeare play, mm. other than what I'd studied at GCSE, which was uh, sorry at O level. Sorry, I did serious. I go. did serious qualifications. <laughs> um, Definitely. When I did Julius me. Caesar, <laughs> I mean that was all about politics. I've taught that, and I taught it better than I'd been taught, if you know what I mean, mm. because I understood that the kids in the room needed a bit more than some blood or some teacher just talking at them which is what yeah, I, but I find that's one of the that's probably the second biggest motivation I see of people coming in to teach training is that they've had crap experiences of teachers yeah. and they want to do they don't want kids to go through what they went through how interesting is yeah. that? that that's that's fascinating that I, I went to do my degree and only knew one Shakespeare play really I went to see it in the summer before I went I sort of studied it to death myself and it was Richard II and some of my friends who I'm still friends with now from those days they always they sometimes just message me going <laughs> and how was that presented in Richard II you know because they I, I absolutely knew everything about that play I saw yeah. Derek I saw Derek Jacobi in that oh there you go Link yeah <laughs> uh, at the Royal Exchange in Manchester and Kenneth Cranham I watched in A Midsummer Night's Dream right uh, I saw good. our very own Patrick Stewart do The Tempest oh god I bet that was good amazing. I bet that was absolutely good absolutely amazing yeah and I saw like a, a, an, a, an interpretation by the, the Shakespeare company of uh, I think it was Julius Caesar but set in like um, Africa or something oh that yeah was really really good that was good yeah um, but yeah it got me th- going to this play got me thinking about which which ones have I seen and, mm. and I don't think I've seen many or I don't think I've seen any twice. Um, no, but I went through a phase in my early twenties where I bought. <laughs> I don't know if you're ever tempted by this. I always do the mm. stupid choice. If I want to buy a book, but it's part of a trilogy or something similar, mm. like that, I'll buy the compendium book. Yeah, that's got like a all of it. Yeah, but you can't. It's such an unwieldy physical mm. object. You mm. can't actually read anything in it. Uh, and I did that with. Shakespeare, I bought his entire works as one book. Yeah. And I know we talked about it ages ago, like it being written on tracing paper. It was the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Like the paper had to be so thin to cram all this stuff yeah. in. Um, but I mean, in some ways it was good because I, I, I read loads of his, his plays, but it was... I don't recommend really ever buying a compendium I, of stuff in one massive volume because you just can't read it. You won't know this about me, but I did exactly the same thing. Did you? And Maybe I remember that same edition. <laughs> that's how I studied uh, The Winter's Tale because the great thing about doing the degree, I did an English lit degree, well, an English degree, and we obviously we did a lot of Shakespeare. Yeah. And but it was the the Winter's Tale was the one that stuck with me, and right. it's a beautiful play. That's and it. Othello's my favourite. Ah, look at us, we sound rape brainy, don't we? Yeah, come on, let's, me anything let's about talk about washing up liquid again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that sounds great. Really anyway. did. Um, so yeah, we went great. to see it, and um, yeah. they had like this. They had like a uh, little bar at the front as well. That was all oh, part yeah, of this pop up thing. They were selling really funny T shirts. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. It was. That great. sounds great. And maybe uh, was that so? That was just this week or last week or uh, that recently. That was about about last week. Well, it was last yeah. week. I, yeah. I just want it'd be good to know who the company was. Maybe put a link out to yeah, their, we'll their yeah. stuff. I think, that, they, I think they do it every year in New York. Yeah, um, I suspect they do it somewhere else as well at some point. I'd like to go to yeah. something like that. I think, and, and, and I'm uh, even though I love drama and theatre and all that, I don't I don't go enough really. Mm. It's not I, I'm. I don't know. It's it's the uh, you always blame work, but I'm always away. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like when when I'm home, I'm home. Yeah, but surely mm. you could like coin like when you know like yeah. once your diary's full, figure out where you are and what's on it. Yeah, time. yeah, I need to do that. Because evenings must be a little bit. Quiet. Yeah, often I'm travelling, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I, suppose, I, I need to yeah. do a bit more. I need yeah. to do a bit more. I need to do a bit more. So so that was it. I've, yeah, I've, that was the main thing I've done uh, or, or experienced, I should say, and I, I loved it. I didn't take the kids. Mm. I kind of wish I did, but it was a bit late. 
Yeah, um, and I'm not. Sure, I think they're too young, really, to get into it. But I want to expose them to that sort of stuff. Well, you will, and, and you'll know when the time is right with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What you been up to? I've been. Oh, mate, I've been. I've been up to domestic things, and I've been up to. Is that why you're wearing a pinny? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and nothing else. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm wearing a pinny. Yeah, we've just been moving stuff around, and I think it's the summer thing. Every time it gets to the summer. We always start to shift things round, mm. ready for the new... I don't know. I'm still operating in the academic year, as I have done all my life. Well, you look, you, you look a you? little bit at the moment like Freddie Mercury and I want to bake free. Thanks. Yeah. It's the tash, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, we've just... I took the big thing yesterday. It was great. I've, there's two things that are big this week, Ed. Right. First thing is I've moved my record player to a more palatable place, well, not the garden. Extremely exciting. It is extremely right. exciting. And uh, listeners, when Ed arrived today, I had a soundtrack on. It was a bit bleak. Um, uh, and it, it was. The weirdest the- part was that it was really loud, and you went, just go and sit in there because I've just got to finish this phone call. <laughs> I yeah. like, sat next to a speaker. It's just, brilliant, that, isn't it? I've got a ringing in my ears. Sitting, listening to Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Yeah. The road. the road anyway so we've moved the and and what's going to happen is um it's it's just great because that chair in there now is now my sitting listening to records chair, chair. Yeah, yeah yeah and i've got to that age where i'm allowed to have that i've got well i've got a man chair in my lounge and it's so established that when i come into the room and the kids are in it they're just there's not even a word spoken anymore it's just like Really? Like they just think, move, and they... And I they, dream of that they control. Dead. They know what's going to happen. It's right. It's like, Dad's here. He's just going to sit on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crushed. <laughs> Crushed. Uh, so that was one thing. And I'm very excited about tomorrow. And uh, listeners, tomorrow? you can join in this excitement because I'm going to the attic in our house. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, oh, our attic... really grand No, our attic uh, is like an Aladdin's cave okay. of... Just, it's like a museum of my life up there. It's okay. got. Are there any bodies up there? No, <laughs> no. I know where the bodies are buried. <laughs> They're not up there. It's just a museum of life. I've Why got everything up there. <laughs> I've got everything up there, mate. And, and I'll tell you what I've got up there. Do you want to know? About two thousand horror DVDs. That's the first thing. Right. Nearly obsolete format. <laughs> sitting up there, taking up loads of space. I've also got loads of Hornby trains now. Okay. The thing with Hornby trains. I didn't know that about you. You're a train guy. No. Right. What happened was when our little and I'm leaving. See you later. <laughs> no. Hey. Well, it's big business, isn't it? Rod Stewart. He's into train Hornby he? trains. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of giving him a ring because um, I want to get shut of some of it. You because want to swap some trains. No, I don't want to swap. I want to get shut because what's happening up there? We we we've got like. Um, it's hard to describe, but it, the opening of the attic, you climb up some ladders and then the opening's in the middle of the attic. Okay. So you've got to be careful if you're walking around there. You can't go up there after you've had some sherbet, otherwise you might fall through, right? So <laughs> Have you ever done that? No, no, because I'm, I'm safety conscious. <laughs> so when, when our young'un was little, he was into trains and uh, we'd, he was into Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, yeah. And I think straight away then it was like, right, let's get an armbie. Yeah. And we got this thing, this chunk of wood on wheels. So we put the train track on it and you had this sort of landscaping stuff that you could put on it on this... Right. And, and so it's like a proper Hornby train track, yeah. you know. But what you do, you pull it over the opening. It, it trundles. It's like a trundle. Uh, over the opening. And over the, the opening. So Tom, when he was up there playing with the track, he was safe with me so he wasn't going to fall through the hole with you yeah he's also kind of locked in up there though because he can't get out he's safe yeah but if he needed to he just he just trundled it back okay. you know so it's really cool but consequently he wasn't that bothered oh no <laughs> yeah and do you know that thing where you kind of yarn into it and then you realise it was you yeah, yeah that's what happened and like vicarious living is that no, yeah that, is that what that? it is that's vicarious when, that's when living you're trying to live through someone else uh, yeah, it's kind, kind of, of that think, yeah. and and he was really into trains so I just thought and I got a Thomas the Tank Engine Hornby for him mm. and he loved but all he wanted to do was watch it go round and round then he got older and yeah. um, I can't believe they do that it's so I know but I'm, I'm not going to get rid of it what I'm going basically it's up there now yeah. and what I'm doing is I'm going I'm going to go up there tomorrow and I'm going to pack it all up because we've got all the boxes 
and that oh, everything are you, went. Are you going to sell it? Well, I don't for know. A mint. I don't know because he's now into something else called Warhammer. Okay. Have you heard about that? I'm pretty familiar with the whole Warhammer thing. I was yeah. into it when I was about his age. Yeah, it's yeah. it's proper. They're all at it. All his mates. I didn't. I didn't realize it was still going until recently. There's a shop in Huddersfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's run by an ex-primary teacher. White Dwarf, isn't that the magazine? That's the magazine, yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. still going as well? Yeah, yeah. White and dwarf. I just thought, I thought it was old. and Because it's Dungeons oh, and Dragons, it is isn't it? Yeah, it's like 80s. But when you walk into this Warhammer place, right, mm. it's like Stranger Things. It's all, they're all nerds, they're all on walkie-talkies <laughs> and stuff. And, Matt and our son, our Tommy, he's one of them. And it's yeah. brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. So what we're going to do is we're going to clear off the train track right. and we're going to build a Warhammer oh, landscape. I'm jealous of that. So That's then he awesome. can bring his mates up yeah. there. But I've got to tidy it all up, mate. i tell you what we've got a lot of, which we don't need, a lot of suitcases. <laughs> I don't know why. And we've accumulated for, through our lives. On that note, I, I can't mm. do a guess because you'll know the answer. For my 18th birthday, yeah, right. most people like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm going to get a car or something if, yeah. if, if they're fortunate. Really? For, you know what I got? Set of suitcases. I feel like there was a, there, there a was less of a subtle message yeah, there. Like, there was definitely. It's your birthday. Bye. <laughs> definitely a message there, mate. I'm sorry, but they were they weren't holding back. Yeah, they're like, are oh, you going to pack them now? I'm still getting over your parents' <laughs> review of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, dot, that's dot, amusing. Dot dot dot. dot. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the big action that's happening tomorrow, Myers. But what I'm really excited about is I've got a TV. I've got. Do you know what else I've got up there, mate? I'm, you're uh, going to love this. Surprise me. VHS. Oh good lord! I've got loads of them. That. It's antiques. Antiques, mate. I remember being in a in a classroom and and yeah. there was a kid who just discovered nirvana i was a teacher at the time and a kid oh, yeah. just discovered nirvana so this is way past 1994 they're still going for it they're still discovering <laughs> yeah, nirvana, exactly. aren't they? have you and heard he this and he yes. said sir sir were you into nirvana when you when you were my age mm. and i said yeah i was actually i said i said i got into them about six months before he died and um i don't know why i ended up going into this random story and i said yeah. the way that i got into them was that my my mate lent me a tape he gave me a tape to record Michael Jackson onto and I listened to the tape first and it had Nirvana on it and I was like that's brilliant I love this and he just and uh, you know when you're sort of in the middle of a story and you're, you're mm. reading the signs from the, the facial expressions his face just dropped halfway through the story and, and, and I, he clearly latched onto something that was not about the story and he just I finished and I was looking at him and he was looking at me and there was this what yeah. felt like the longest pause ever and he just went a tape yeah. what's a tape oh man and I felt a bit old yeah well VHS so, I've got VHS up there mate yeah. from 19 1985 <laughs> I've got Monty Python and the Holy Grail on VHS upstairs and have you got, have you got all that handwritten stuff where, where there's like 16 crossed out scribbles oh, of what's I, on it I'll be honest with you yeah. I got, I've got a few of them but I think I got shut of a lot I used to tape MASH when I was a kid <laughs> the TV show MASH I, I am still quite obsessed with and it, it's just a great TV show maybe we'll talk about it more have you, you ever watched MASH Uncle Ned's wedding with something yeah, yeah. Uncle Ned he's got to go <laughs> instead I've got and you finally find the tape you're looking yeah. for and you're like oh but it's about an hour and a half into this tape and you just yeah. sat fast <laughs> yeah yeah forever yeah, and then when you finally get to it, you watch three minutes of it, and then that awful kind of fuzz appears up the screen because it's oh, yeah. been taped over, and it, it changes into a snuff movie. Yeah, you're like, Dad, <laughs> Dad, it's another one. <laughs> I don't know anything about these. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, it's one of your special vids. <laughs> no, I'm it says to... Danger yeah. Mouse on it. It's not Danger Mouse. <laughs> uh, I've got so, what I'm going to do though when I'm doing my attic out tomorrow is I'm going to take pictures of some of the things I find right. because I think there's some high quality stuff up there. Yeah. I'll tell you what else is up there. My prize collection from when I was a kid of original Star Wars figures. No, all Box. of them. No, 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 don't be silly. They got played with, didn't they? I want, I want that bad. Yeah, exactly. That is pretty They're sad. actually, it's I actually just. Up, it's never been taken out. Why'd you buy it then, you fool? No, they, they got well played with. And have you, um, have you got the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, with the removable top. Yep, and and the kind of opening gun. Yeah. Top thing. Hey, Ed, do you want to go and get it? No. Okay. <laughs> I thought after the podcast we could play with them. 
You've already got them out. They're in the room. They're in next door. door. Um, Matt, I'll tell you a funny story about that. Mate. You'll be on your knees, just right. like shooting an. Funny story about that. Me and my mate, right? We went to the pub in the afternoon. Do you know when you could in old yeah, days before yeah. you had a proper job? Yeah. We went into the pub in the afternoon. We got a little bit tiddly. Oh, that's now, a shocker. This is when I lived on my own, funnily yeah. enough. And then I got. I, he said, get your Star Wars figures out. So we got all my Star Wars figures out and we set them up in the front room. We set them up in the front room. We had like Yoda on fireplace. We had a couple of stormtroopers down here. And then what we did was we got um, a ping pong ball. Right. And I was the dark side and he was the rebels. And we lobbed the ping pong ball at the figures and that meant they were dead. And whilst it was happening... My now wife walked in. <laughs> and she, this is the and again, <laughs> just shook her head. Nothing's changed. Yeah. It was just great. No, we had a right laugh. I think it was helped by the Stella. Right. What year was that? That will have been 1999. What? Really? That. <laughs> yeah. So you were like will 45 it? then? Yeah. Me? How old am I? And then? I was 45 then. You cheeky git. You cheeky gits. <laughs> I used to... I had... Um, I did have some Star Wars figures, but I was yeah. more into action, man. A few years later for me. I've got a very sad story. We used to put them in the rockery. My mum and dad had a rockery. In oh, yeah. yeah. No, that was perfect. That was like the perfect playground. And I try and replicate that with my own kids. They've, they've, like my yeah. four-year-old's got dinosaurs and stuff. I'm yeah. like, let's go and put them in the garden and play in the garden. And he's just like, no. If you go into our garden now, because of all the tiny action figures, no, it's like Jurassic Park in our garden. We've got these dinosaurs. Just like, I'll show you them on your way out today. I'll show you dinosaurs. I feel like you're not joking. No, I'm not joking. I put I put some of them out there yesterday because we found them in a box. Because we've been doing a lot of sorting out, you see. So, So your version of sorting out is look at all this junk. Let's hide it in the garden. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing. Now, I think nothing there's a TV all. show in that. <laughs> that Tony Robinson, he does it all, doesn't he? <laughs> Today we're going to go into Bill's garden. And yeah. We and found... Oh, another body. A, 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 who? It's Dan. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going with Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's all horror films. Do you know you mentioned right? Action Men, right? Do you know the yeah. Action Men that I got bought for Christmas one, one year? The, the metal head, he was brilliant. No, I did I chuff? I want to say he was called Davros, but I'm sure that's... That's, that's Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Oh, but what was he called? It was like something beginning with a D. Dave? Or an Avros. <laughs> D. Avros. He runs a kebab shop. <laughs> um, the action man I had, get this for how disappointed I had to not look on Christmas Day oh, when I got no. this one. Which one? Is it, is it, who's the guys who guard Buckingham Palace? Is it the Grenadier Guards? Yeah. With the big Busby hats? Yeah, yeah. I got him. He wasn't ready for action. Was he? He's not ready to go fight. He's there to go. All I could do with him was stand still. That's he had eagle eyes as well. That is do you remember eagle eyes? Mm. He, he had a clip at the back of his head. You moved the clip round and his eyes went from left to right. No, I don't. Eagle eye action man. Action man. Real top toy. <laughs> <laughs> the trouble in our house is we only had the action men. Are they in your garden as well? I don't know where. Do you know what? I'll be honest with you. I do not know where they are, and and I am a hoarder. But Mm. I think they slip through the net. But part of the problem was my brother used to mess with the hands of the action men. So his action men didn't have any fingers. (laughs) So they were all like battle scarred, and and I had a grenadier guard. It was rubbish. We didn't have any vehicles, so they just walked. They just wandered around. They couldn't pick anything up. Couldn't hold a gun. In fact, they were inaction men. <laughs> That's what they were, inaction man. That seems to have worked out well. Yeah. Have you got any more. questions for me? Uh, oh yeah, I have. Right, uh, Bash Street Kids or Back Street Boys? Bash Street Kids any day. Really? Plug. plug. Back Streets back. All right. That's good though. That I like that song. No way, man. You are not <laughs> winning this at all. I've won. Bash Street. I've won. Who is your favourite Bash Street Kid? Plug. Plug. Did you say that already? Yeah. Right, okay. I like Smithy. Yeah. What was the name of the teacher with a massive chin? I think they just teacher. called him Teacher. They just yeah. called him Teacher. Yeah. But I have worked with people like him. There's a lot of them on Twitter. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to have to edit that. With the pencil moustache. Yeah. 
All right, well, that's easy enough then. Um, what else have we got? Are these uh, ones you use when you're interviewing for potential PGC candidates? Yes, absolutely. It's a good one, that one. Uh, line dance or dance off? Dance off, mate. Yeah, me too. Dance have you ever done off. a dance off? Yeah, I've done a few at weddings. I bet you win, don't you? I do actually. Do you? I always when surprise you do everyone because I'm, I'm I'm relatively sort of like moody and, and static. <laughs> you like my action, man. <laughs> like the dinosaur hidden in your in, in your yard. Um, and then and then when anyone says dance off, it's like you know when it's yeah. And then the 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 dance floor sort of clears. Parts yeah. And there's a, there's a there's kind of a tunnel of people to go through yeah. and then they form a circle around you are you good at that and start you know punching you and, oh that's no that's different that's bullying <laughs> that's bullying yeah. <laughs> uh, no I've done I've, like family weddings I haven't been mm. to a wedding for years so if you're mm. thinking of if you've just got a divorce and you're getting married again just give us a call I, I could do with a well, party well you're going to find yourself going to more funerals now that's what happens <laughs> so just try it there funeral dance hey dance off <laughs> woo um, I did a dance off. Bang, bang, uh, the witches did. <laughs> I find when I do a dance off that alcohol really helps. Oh, of course. Oh, I don't do them sober. Good. Oh, Not right. Mad. All right, okay. It's good to check, though. <laughs> yeah, no, throwing all sorts of shapes around. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think. In fact, there's a video out there. Oh, my God, there is genuinely a video out there. Yeah. Uh, we, went to, we were in the States in like 2002 or something. Um, we were all just mad. We're all mad. Mm. Um, and we made this ridiculous dance-off video um, where we, it was basically like who can dance the stupidest and the, like so you'd kind of jump on, on, on screen as it were jump into the line of the camera do this ridiculous dance and then jump out again and someone else jumped in and jumped out again that, that exists somewhere <laughs> and it is uh, I'll find it yeah that sounds I good like, I want to I see that it's so uh, I'll show you the one of me on a boat doing a dance off I'll show you that video I okay. can't post it because of copyright reasons <laughs> and my own and my own credibility, and own credibility as a human yeah. Yeah, but it's blooming good anyone else I'll just I'll yeah it's not going online um, but it exists I've got a question for you I'm ready Ronald Reagan mm. or Ronald McDonald mm. why would anyone pick Ronald Reagan over a hamburger actor famous actor okay acted with a chimp <laughs> Going with the theme from oh, the said last the hamburger session. thing, though, didn't it? Was that Reagan? I, it, it could be nine Berliner. Which oh, means no, I have a hamburger. Lost. He <laughs> said it in front of a load of German <laughs> people. On. I love that. Yeah. I'm a hamburger. Yeah. So there's your link. I like you? that. You see, I agree Ronald with you. Why would you? Because I know... Do you like a McDonald's? I do as well. Is it's that terrible. all right? Is that all right to say, though, I listeners? Oh, people are turning it off I'll now. Tell you what, though. I bought one when I was on holiday. Yeah. For a family of five, yeah, one of which is a four-year-old, so who don't eat much, thirty quid. Yeah, but it's a meal out, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, that's like twice the price. Of you're full though, day. aren't you? Yeah. If you've chosen correctly, well, you're full, full of joy. You're full guilt. of summer, yeah, <laughs> and you smell like a bag of fries, don't you? Because it does smell, doesn't it? Oh, it reeks after. But that's the same with any fast food. Like you're eating, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is amazing. It's such a good idea. And then you're just looking at all these empty packets at the end and you just feel enormous guilt. Where are you on Burger King? Sick. Uh, love the f- taste of the food. Burgers are too big. No. Price is like 12 quid a burger or something. I, I just think that it's just... I'm sorry. I'm, I just... What? I'm not sorry, not sorry. What? 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 It's just not good enough, Burger Who King. Who hurt you? <laughs> burger King? <laughs> no, I'm not taking it any further. It's just that I agree with you. I think it's too pricey. And also... They, they serve chips and they're just minging. They're just nothing, are they? And you have to go and get your own salt. I want it fast, man. You have to get your own salt? Yeah. I thought it'd be wild. Right, okay. I never knew that. That's why the chips are rubbish. Right. Um, uh, they're not really, just in case we get sued. I, I really like it. Anyone's really going like to sue us it. about your opinion of Burger King. We're Do you know okay. the best time I've ever had in a McDonald's? Do I want to know this story? Venice. Okay. I took 30 kids to Venice. Did you like Venice? It was the most traumatic... You took 30 kids to Venice? Most traumatic experience of my life right. going on an Italy trip yeah. with 30 kids from Barnsley. It was like our day out on acid. It was 
just chuffing mental. Oh my god! But they saw the McDonald's. And I'm not kidding. Some of them were so emotional seeing the McDonald's. <laughs> we were all like crying in Venice, and, and you know, like the tourist board are filming us because look at these people moved by their visit to Venice. No, mate, we've just seen the McDonald's. Kids were pushing. The kids' meal toy is different. Yeah, kids were just absolutely buzzing. They were just troughing for about two hours. We were only in Venice for about three hours and two of them were spent in McDonald's. That's <laughs> culture. I'll have a McCanal, please. Yeah. <laughs> Chasing that kid round with red coat. Yeah, <laughs> Come here. I felt like that was coming in with a Venice. Come here. No, I'll leave it there, Venice. Okay, so... God, why would you take 30 kids to Venice? That's what I asked numerous... I've got loads of stories Ooh, about that dear. trip. It's a book in itself, I'm telling you. <laughs> My mate who went with me was in therapy for 10 years about Still it. Still there, probably. Yeah. Um, what else have I got? I'm running out of questions here. Uh, mm, mm, wine or whiskey? Uh, I really like... I know you like beer, which is why I went to the other No, no, I like... You look like you like beer. I'll... <laughs> cheeky git I really heard uh, Southall um, I um, I like whiskey but I'm not like a my trouble is a I'm a binge drinker right so I'll I'll not drink for a well for like a whole day do you drink together? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a joke no I'll, I'll drink I'll not drink for like a few days and then I'll yeah. just want like if we're at home, I like beers. having a glass of wine at home. I don't like I, drinking I, I beer at home. As I get older, I start realizing I I, I've been drinking things for years, and like one day it's turning into wine. I drink. I don't even like it. Do you not? I, I love don't wine. Like red wine very much, oh, or oh. white wine, or I got your birthday present, but or... you can't have it now. <laughs> oh, wine, my favorite. You can't have it. Brilliant. Go on. Brilliant. 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 Ed Southall. <laughs> no wine for me. This is my happy place. <laughs> Why don't you like wine? I don't know, it's just a bit whiny. You see, I like white wine, but it's got to be chilled yeah, always, to it's nearly ice. And even if you buy no. like an expensive. No, I just no. I'm not into it. I like red wine as well, but I've got to be in the mood for that. And I think the red wine thing's about after you've drunk it, like the next day, your tongue's just like dead. What sort just, of wine do you drink? I don't know, it's called... That's called battery acid. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to... I, I got into drinking wine at um, at uni because I, well, I used to write essays in one go. So we'd have like three weeks to Wild write an essay. Wild drinking bottles of wine. Yeah. Basically, no. I know. You failed uni, didn't you? No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely worked a treat, mate. And then I'd read it the next day and correct it. But it was a great way of just... I really liked doing it. When I took a play to Edinburgh once... Um, I had to rewrite the play because one of the actors dropped out two bottles of red sorted <laughs> <laughs> two bottles of red camper van sorted I wanna, uh, not that's that's a good story that <laughs> I'm one I'm just mate. imagining this amazing part and then it disappears in his reply yeah, see, she went home rubbish. she were mad um, the, uh, she were <laughs> bad you're yeah mad. I hope you're listening you were okay. mad and you cost me about two grand last oh anyway that <laughs> No, but uh, whiskey. So do you drink wine? whiskey though? But do you I'm drink a whiskey? Big whiskey drinker, no, but I yeah. like whiskey. Don't get, it's not. It's not. I'd. I'd. Have, I'd drink it all. I love it. You see, I've got some nice whiskey here. I've got. If you look, not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> up there I've got some Welsh whiskey. Oh yeah, which might yeah, be worth a little try. Yeah, yeah. We'll have some of that later. Turn this off. <laughs> yeah, well, but um, I, I'm up for trying stuff out. And but what I can't, what I don't ever want to do is drink too much whiskey because I just black. I just don't remember. Yeah. I just totally like do yeah, not remember. It'd be great to do that and then record a podcast. But uh, yeah, but that's the kind of idea that you think is good in principle, yeah, and then you listen back. Like, I bet it was hilarious. It'd end up with me just probably soiling myself, <laughs> like fifteen on the floor, apologising, <laughs> yeah. and then after the pause, you just go, you know, the... <laughs> no, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm not an ex. I like going round the whiskey distilleries, and I remember yeah. going round. Um, I've been round a few actually. I can't remember. What's, oh, I've just. Jameson's went round the Jameson's mm. one that was nice okay. really enjoyed that yeah. I like I like doing that sort of thing right. I went round I went on an English wine tasting thing is, is English, English wine English wine and what it was it was a, a present from my farm who were leaving they had a whip round and got me and uh, oh. my my uh, my wife a trip we got an overnight stay at a that's winery that's impressive is that the best present you've ever had from kids yeah 
at school. Yeah, and yeah. it was lovely because I loved them as a farm. Oh. They were just absolutely brilliant. The, what's the funniest present you've ever had? Oh, God, yeah, where do you start with that, though, mate? Uh, I once got a card at primary school. Like, I did a primary school yeah. place. So my my uh, my teacher training was a bit of a weird one. I did a Key Stage 2 stroke 3 PGCE. So across the two oh, phases. That's interesting. Yeah. I, didn't know you, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. So I'm trained in both. Yeah. Um, and so part of that meant that I did a, uh, one of my placements in a primary school. Yeah. And um, after I finished teaching there... The, the the kid I mean the kids are always like dramatic about when a teacher yeah. leaves or whatever, and they wrote me this really lovely card, and one of the kids wrote in it, um, "Goodbye, Mr. Southall. We will miss you. You will always be suspicious." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Bang on the money." I love that. <laughs> I got, I once got a, 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 a mum came in to sort of uh, you know at the end it was actually year eleven leave yeah. and. She saw me and she gave me a carrier bag and it had three cans of Stella, but with one missing. <laughs> and she went, there you go. And I went, oh, that's really kind. You shouldn't really probably do that, but I'll take it. Uh, I said, you shouldn't. And oh, three, three cans of Stella. Thank you. She went, I know you like ale because I've seen you out. And she winked at me. And that was a so brilliant. Did it have like the little plastic thing on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the one missing. Yeah, she'd kept one behind for a cent. For herself, it's funny though. <laughs> I love that stuff. And and sometimes I mean, God, Twitter gets grumpy about stuff like that. I think you know, teachers shouldn't expect presents, right? No, not at all. Isn't it a really lovely gesture? Yeah. What a lovely thing. Yeah. No, and and you know, there's no expectation of anything. I just think it's lovely. I love it. I love it when um, we get our son to write a card to his form teacher, yeah. and and he, he writes it proper. And it's it's really a lovely thing to do. I yeah. think. You know, you talk about well being and that. I think it's well, great. I, I um, my my youngest has just finished nursery school. Yeah, um, and he's he's going to another school in September. And on the last day, I said to them, "Look, I've, I've bought you a present and I bought you a card, but I want to mm. I want to." do a bigger gesture and I want mm. to buy you something mm. that that you're going to need in your in your classroom yeah and and they said what's your budget and I told them what my budget was and, and I said you know don't think about it don't tell me now have a think about it yeah what I don't want to do is give money to the school because it'll get it won't come to you it'll go anywhere yeah. else um, and I know that you've got no money because mm. no school's got any money at the moment um, I just want to get something that, that, that shows my appreciation for what you've done for my life because he's absolutely loved it there. Yeah. And and shows shows that, you know, we're, we're, we're really supportive of all the stuff you've done. And they started crying. I was like, oh my Aww. God. Um, but I just think that's, I think it's really important that if, if you're in a position where you can do that sort of thing or even at the very least, just, just thanking people. I think yeah. time, one of the things I say to training teachers is, is it's such a shame that the most uh, compelling part of teaching is the bit that they don't really see in the training year, which is when you get someone turn around and say thank you. Yeah, um, and you get it a little bit as a trainee if you're lucky. But like when when you've got like the year eleven results yeah. day or the A level yeah. results day or whatever, it's great. Time, and you've known that kid for five, six, seven yeah. years, watched them grow up. If you've been their form tutor the whole time and they're leaving, and they just turn to you and and just completely sincerely they're like thank you so much for getting yeah. me where I am today. And they don't do that when when on the day to day stuff because no. it's school and their kids and they don't really see no. it in that light. But it's only when they take a step back that they then. I, I it think just means I, the world to I think you've hit it does, doesn't it? And and I think you know sometimes I get asked. I'm sure you get asked as well about what do you miss about the day to day because we're not we're both not working in a school yeah. with our own classes anymore. Yeah. But what do you miss? And I think that. What you're talking about there is that camaraderie and that spirit, especially mm. in secondary, actually, that you can get. But you definitely get it with the primary yeah, kids, yeah. you know, and 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 younger. And I, and I think that's something that I genuinely miss. Yeah. Um, that pro- that year eleven results day is a, a key massive, one, yeah. but also year eleven leavers was a, was a bit. We made a big fuss of that at the prom. Yeah. That prom idea primary, got more and more important. I think it happens at primary too, but it tends to come more from the parents. Probably. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, but I think you've hit upon that with the idea of training as well and how you know it's hard to teach you can't teach that you, you've got no. to just sort of say this can happen I guess yes. and, but, and, and we promise them that you know when mm. it does happen it'll bowl them over but it's a shame mm. that they don't get because I think that's the richest part of teaching is, is yeah. seeing the results of all the work you're putting in yeah and I, I never see that more explicitly than on 
things like results do. I actually think that that's, that ties back as well to something we talked about on the last podcast mm. um, about, you know, when you didn't get your passport sorted, yeah. and, but your wife wrote a letter and it was basically, hands up, this is the truth. It's yeah. that kindness. Yeah, honesty. And it's honesty and kindness, and, empathy, all those yeah. things, which get labelled as soft skills. But they are actually the tough things sometimes yeah. to, to, to express yeah. and show. We've run out of time, you know. We haven't. We have. Are you having a I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jesting. Uh, I was going to talk to you about Shazam. I'll do it another time. Should we do that? Is that the film? Yeah. Oh, I look forward to listening oh, to you about that. Oh, it's so good. Really? Yeah. I'll oh, right, okay. I look forward oh, to it. If you watch it between, then we can talk about it. I'll try and watch As it. One. I'll try and watch it's it. It's so good. Hey, mate. Right, we'll leave it at that. Great chatting to you. And you, mate. See you next time. See you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. The I Thought I Knew You podcast was brought to you by me, Howell Roberts, in partnership with a person I'm just getting to know a little bit better. Ed Southall. We'd like to thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, and thank you for sharing. Please get in touch with us. We can be found on Twitter, at New You Podcast. That's at New You Podcast. And also on Facebook, at New You Podcast. It's the same. Who'd have thought it? At New You Podcast. We're going to share it far and wide. You join in. Join the bandwagon. We're going to have a great time. See you next time, people. Get on my bandwagon. Everybody's doing it too. Get on my bandwagon.